0: Alone and good morning my friends peace be upon you welcome back to the broadcast this morning we are looking at our Torah portion for this week and it actually ends uh, the book of Leviticus so we're going to be looking at Leviticus 25 through 27 and um, it deals with a few things we have the sabbatical year the year of Jubilee Rewards for obedience, but then penalties for disobedience. And then uh, the last chapter kind of discusses laws pertaining vows and tithes. And so that is what is on the agenda for today. I'm going to read from the Holy Scriptures today just to kind of keep things fresh and switch things up a little bit. And uh, I'm just praying in the powerful name of Jesus. In the powerful name of Yeshua, asking the Father that we would just be anointed and blessed with the Holy Spirit this morning, and that these words would speak some truth into our lives, and that um, it would help us to just draw more near to Him, draw closer to Him, especially in these perilous times, these uncertain times when we need be building on our relationship with the Messiah and with our Heavenly Father more than ever before. And so may these words ring in our ears and ring in our spirits. Let's begin. Leviticus chapter 25, starting with verse 1. And Jehovah spoke to Moshe on Mount Sinai, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and say to them, When you come into the land which I give you, then the land shall observe a Sabbath to Jehovah. Six years you sow your field, and six years you prune your vineyard and gather in its fruits. But in the seventh year the land is to have a Sabbath of rest, a Sabbath to Jehovah. Do not sow your field, and do not prune your vineyard. Do not reap what grows of its own, of your harvest, and do not gather the grapes of your unpruned vine for it is the year of the rest for the land. And the Shabbath of the land shall be to you for food, for you and your servant, and for your female servant, and your hired servant, and for your stranger who sojourns with you. And for your livestock, and for the beasts that are in your land, all its crops are food. And you shall count seven Shabbat of years for yourself, seven times seven years. And the time of the seven Shaba Oats of years shall be to you forty-nine years. Then, you, then shall you sound a ram's horn to pass through on the tenth day of the seventh month, on Yom HaKa Cause a ram's horn to pass through all your land, and you shall kadosh, that is to say, hallowed, set apart, the fifteenth year, the fiftieth year. And proclaim release throughout all the land to all of its inhabitants. It is a yobel, that is to say, jubilee, for you. And each of you shall return to his possession, and each of you return to his clan. The fiftieth year is a yobel, jubilee, to you. Do not sow, nor reap what grows of its own, nor gather from its unpruned vine. It is a yobel, it is kodesh, that is to say, set apart. To You eat from the field its crops in the year of its yobel, let each one of you return to his possession. And when you sell whatever to your neighbor or buy from the hand of your neighbor, do not exploit one another according to the number of years after the yobel you buy from your neighbor, and according to the number of years of its crop he sells to you. According to the greater number of years you increase its price, and according to the fewer number of years you diminish its price, because he sells to you according to the number of the years of the crops. And do not oppress one another, but you shall revere your Elohim, for I am Yehovah your Elohim. and You shall do my laws and guard my right rulings, and you shall do them, and you shall dwell in the land safely. And land shall yield its fruit, and you shall eat to satisfaction, and you shall dwell there in safety. And since you might say, What do we eat in the seventh year, since we do not sow nor gather in our crops? Therefore I have commanded my Barakah, that is to say, blessing, on you in the sixth year, and it shall bring forth the crop for three years. And you shall sow in the eighth year, and eat of the old crop until the ninth year eat of the old until its crop comes in. Alright, let's stop for just a second and just kind of recap. He's talking about the Jubilee year. He's talking about seven Sabbaths and seven years. So seven times sevens and then and when you get to the 50th year he says, the 50th year is a Yobel to Dude. So every seven years you were to not basically harvest your crop. You were let to land rest. The land itself would take a Sabbath. And so God even ask the question that he assumes everyone else is asking. And verse 20 says, And since you might say, what do we eat in the seventh year since we do not sow nor gather our crops? And he's saying, if you do this right, if you do as I commanded, then on the sixth year I'm going to pour out a blessing upon your crops and you're going to harvest in enough to get you through until it's time to plant again. And so it's a faith and a trust thing with God. So he's like, yeah. And I gotta tell you, this would be difficult. This would be difficult because you really would have to trust. Okay, we're not gonna plant food this year, we're just gonna We're just gonna believe that God has provided enough. Hmm. Interesting. I just keep thinking about the world we're in right now and everything kind of falling apart and melting down around us, and I'm just thinking, God's just kind of separating us from this world, and we're getting put in a position where we have to where we just have to have faith we just have to believe that he's going to provide and take care of us it's a difficult place to be in because it really kind of reveals where our faith really is and so in this situation you know they just had to trust and he's saying look if you do this on the sixth year I'm going to pour out my better my blessing On you in the sixth year, and it shall bring forth the crop for three years. He's like, just just trust me, just do this. Let's continue on, verse 22. And you shall sow in the eighth year, and eat of the old crop until the ninth year. Eat the old crop until its crop comes in. And the land is not to be sold beyond reclaim, for the land is mine. For you are sojourners and settlers with me. And provide for redemption for the land and all the land of your possessions. When your brother becomes poor and he has sold some of his possessions and his redeemer, a close relative, comes to redeem it, then he shall redeem what his his brother sold. And so another thing that's happening on the Jubilee is that everything goes back to its original owner. Okay, So if you had to basically sell your farm because you were because you hit hard times when the jubilee comes around, you're able you know somebody's able to redeem that for you, or you could redeem it yourself if you could afford to um, moving forward verse twenty six and when the man has no one to redeem it but he himself becomes able to redeem it, then let him count the years since its sale and return the remainder to the man to whom he's to him to whom he sold it that he shall return his possession. And if his hand was not found enough to give back to him, then what was sold shall remain in the hand of him who bought it until the year of Yobel. And it shall be released in the Yobel, and he shall return to his possession. And when a man sells a house in a walled city, then his right of redemption shall be at the end of the year after it's sold. His right of redemption lasts a year. But if he is not redeemed within a complete year, then the house in the walled city shall be established beyond reclaim to the buyer of it. Throughout his generations, it is not released in the Yobel. The houses of villages, however, which have no wall round them, are reckoned as the field of the country. A right of redemption belongs to it, and they released in the Yobel. I think that's interesting um, that... Kind of like uh, property that's within, within the city, walled in within the city, doesn't have the same uh, redemption rights as, say, land for farming. So land where you can produce, um, that, that can be redeemed in the, in the Jubilee. Verse 32. As for the cities of the Levites and the houses in the cities of their possessions, the Levites have a right of redemption forever. And that which is redeemed from the Levites, both the sale of the house and the city of his possession, shall be released in the year of Yobel, because the houses in the cities of the Levites are their possession in the midst of the children of Israel. But the field of open land of their cities is not sold, for it is their everlasting possession. And when your brother becomes poor, and his hands have failed with you, then you shall sustain him, and he shall live with you like a stranger or a sojourner. Take no interest from him or profit, but ye shall revere your Elohim, and your brother shall live with you. Do not lend him your silver on interest, and do not lend him your food for profit. I am Jehovah, your Elohim, who brought you out of the land of Mitzrayim, that is to say Egypt, to give you the land of Canaan to be your Elohim. And when your brother who dwells by you becomes poor and sells himself to you, do not make him serve as a slave. But as a hired servant, as a settler, he is with you, and serves you until the year of Yobel. And then he shall leave you, he and his children, with him, and shall return to his own clan, even return to the possession of his fathers. For they are my servants whom I brought out of the land of Mitzrayim. They are not sold as slaves. Do not rule over him with harshness, but you shall revere your Elohim. And your male and female slaves, whom you have from the nations that are around you, from them you buy male and female slaves, and also from the sons of strangers sojourning among you. From them you buy, and from their clans who are with you, which they shall bring forth in your land, and they shall be your property. And you shall take them as an inheritance for your children after you, to inherit them as a possession. They are your slaves for all time. But over your brothers, the children of Israel, You do not rule with harshness one over another. That when a sojourner or a settler with you becomes rich, and your brother with him becomes poor and sells himself to the settler or the sojourner with you, or to a member of a sojourner's clan, after he has been sold, there is a right of redemption to him. One of his brother redeems him, or his uncle or his uncle's son redeems him, or anyone who is a close relative to him in his clan redeems him. Or if he is able, then he shall redeem himself, and he shall reckon with him who bought him. The price of his release shall be according to the number of years, from the year that he was sold to him until the year of Jubilee, Yobel, as the days of a hired servant, it is with him. If there are yet many years, according to them he repays the price of his redemption from the silver of his purchase. And if a few years are left until the year of Yobel, then he shall reckon with him, and according to his years he repays him the price of his redemption. He is with him as a yearly hired servant. He does not rule with harshness over him before your eyes. And if he is not redeemed in these years, then he shall be released in the year of Yobel, and he and his children with him. Because the children of Israel are servants to me. They are my servants whom I brought out of the land of Mitzrayim. I am Yehovah your Elohim. Chapter 26 Do not make idols for yourself, and do not make, do not put up carved images or a pillow for yourselves, and do not place a stone image in your land to bow down to it. For I am Yehovah your Elohim. Guard my Oats, and revere my Mikdash. I am Yehovah. If you walk in my laws, and guard my commands, and shall do them, then I shall give you rain in its season, and the land shall yield its crops, and the trees of the field yield their fruit, and your threshing shall last till the time of the grape harvest, and the grape harvest shall last till the time of sowing, and you shall eat your bread until you have enough, and you shall dwell in your land safely. And I shall give peace in the land, and you shall lie down, and no one make you afraid. And I shall clear the land of evil beasts, and not let the sword go through your land. And you shall pursue your enemies, and they shall fall by the sword before you. And five of you shall pursue a hundred, and a hundred of you pursue ten thousand, and your enemies shall fall by the sword before you. And I shall turn to you, and make you bear fruit, and shall increase you, and shall establish my covenant with you and you shall eat the old supply and clear out the old because of the new. And I shall put my mishkan in your midst, and being shall not reject you. And I shall walk in your midst, and shall be your Elohim, and you shall be my people. I am Yehovah, your Elohim, who brought you out of the land of Mitzrayim from being their slaves, and I have broken the bars of your yoke and made you walk upright. But if you do not obey me, and do not do all these commands, and if you reject my laws, or if your being loathes my right ruling, so that you do not do all my commands, but break my covenant, I also do this to you, and I shall point sudden alarm over you, wasting disease and inflammation, destroying the eyes, and consuming the life, and you shall sow your seed in vain, for your enemies shall eat it, and I shall turn my face against you, and you shall be smitten before your enemies, and those who hate you shall rule over you, and you shall flee when no one pursues you. And after all these, if you do not obey me, then I shall punish you seven times more for your sins. I shall break the pride of your power, and shall make your shemaim like iron, and your earth like bronze. And your strength be spent in vain, and your land not yield its crops, for the trees of the land yield their fruit. And if you walk contrary to me and refuse to obey me, I shall bring on you seven times more plagues according to your sins, and send wild beasts among you which shall bereave you of your children, and I shall cut off your livestock and make you few in number, and your highways shall be deserted. And if you are not instructed by me by these, but walk contrary to me, then I also shall walk contrary to you and I myself shall smite you seven times for your sins. And I shall bring you a sword, executing the vengeance of my covenant, and you shall gather together in your cities, and I shall send pestilence among you, and you shall be given into the hand of the enemy. When I have cut off your supply of bread, ten women shall bake you bread in one oven, and they shall bring back to you your bread by weight, and you shall not eat and not be satisfied. And if in spite of this you do not obey me, but walk contrary to me, then I shall walk contrary to you in wrath, and I myself shall punish you seven times for your sins, and you shall eat the flesh of your sons and eat the flesh of your daughters, and I shall destroy your high places and cut down your sun pillars and put your carcasses on the carcasses of your idols, and my being shall loathe you. I shall turn your cities into ruins and lay your mikdashim waste, and not smell your sweet fragrances. I shall lay the land waste, and your enemies who dwell in it shall be astonished at it. And I shall scatter you among the Gentiles, and draw out a sword after you, and your land shall be desert, and your cities ruins, and the land enjoy its Shabbos as long as it lies waste, and you are in your enemy's hand. Enemy's land. Then the land would rest and enjoy its Shabbos. As long as it lies waste, it rests, for the time it did not rest on your shabaots when you dwelt in it. And as for those of you who are left, I shall send faintness into their hearts, into the lands of their enemies, and the sound of shaken leaf shall cause them to flee. And they shall flee as through retreating from a sword, and they shall fall when no one pursues. And they shall stumble over one another as from before a sword when no one pursues, and you shall be unable to stand before your enemies. You shall perish among the Gentiles, and the land of your enemies shall eat you up. And those of you who are left rot away in their wickedness in your enemies' lands, and also in their fathers' wickedness, rot away with them. But if they confess their wickedness and the wickedness of their fathers, fathers which they trespass, in which they trespassed against me, and that they also have walked contrary to me, and that I also have walked contrary to them, and have brought them into the land of their enemies. If their uncircumcised heart is then humbled and they accept the punishment of their wickedness, then I shall remember my covenant with Yaakov, and also my covenant with Yitzhak, and also remember my covenant with Abraham, and remember the land, for the land was abandoned by them and enjoying its oats while lying waste without them. And they were paying for their wickedness, because they rejected my right rulings, and because their being loathed my laws. And yet, for all this, when they are in the land of their enemies, I shall not reject them. Nor shall I loathe them so as to destroy them and break my covenant with them, for I am Jehovah, their Elohim. Then I shall remember for their sake the covenant of the ancestors whom I brought out of the land of Mitzrayim before the eyes of the nation, to be their Elohim. I am Jehovah. These are the laws and the right rulings of the Tarot, which Yehovah made between himself and the children of Israel on Mount Sinai by the, by the hand of Moshe. Chapter 27 And Yehovah spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When a man separates a vow by your evaluation of lives unto Yehovah, when your evaluation is of a male from 20 years old up to 60 years old, then your evaluation shall be 50 shekels of silver according to the shekel of the Kodesh place. And if it is a female, then your evaluation shall be 30 shekels. And if from 5 years old up to 20 years old, then your evaluation for a male shall be 20 shekels. And for a female, 10 shekels. And if from a month old up to your 5 years old, then your evaluation of a male shall be 5 shekels of silver And for a female your valuation shall be three shekels of silver. And if from sixty years old and above, if it is a male, then your valuation shall be fifteen shekels, and for a female ten shekels. But if he is too poor to pay your valuation, then he shall present himself before the Kohen, that is to say the priest. And the Kohen shall lay value for him according to the ability of him who vowed The Kohen shall value him. And if it is a beast of which they bring an offering to Yehovah, all such given to Yehovah is Kodesh. If he is not to replace it or exchange it, good for spoilt or spoilt for good, and if he at all exchanges beast for beast, then both it and the one exchanged for it is Kodesh, that is to say, holy. And if it is any unclean beast of which they do not bring an offering to Yehovah, Then he shall present the beast before the Kohen, and the Kohen shall value it whether it is good or spoilt. According to your valuation, O Kohen, so it shall be. But if he indeed redeems it, then he shall add one-fifth to your valuation. And when a man kodeshes his house to be kodesh to Yehovah, then the Kohen shall value it whether it is good or spoilt. As the Kohen values it, so it stands. And if he who kodesh it redeems his house, then he shall add one-fifth of the silver of your evaluation to it, and it shall be his. And if a man kodesh to Jehovah a field he owns, then your evaluation shall be according to the seed for it, a homer of barley seed at fifty shekels of silver. If he kodesh his field from the year of Yobel, according to your valuation, it stands. But if he kodesh his field after the Yobel, then the Kohen shall reckon to him the silver due according to the years that remain till the year of Yobel, and it shall be deducted from your evaluation. And if he who kodesh the field would redeem it, then he shall add one fifth of the silver to your valuation to it, and it shall be his. And if he does not redeem the field, or if he has not sold the field to another man, it is no longer redeemed. But the field, when it is released to Yobel, is Kodesh to Yehovah, as a dedicated field to be the possession of Kohen. And if a man Kodesh to Yehovah, the field which he has bought, which is not of the field of his possession, then the Kohen shall reckon. To him the amount of year evaluation up to the year of Yobel, And he shall give your evaluation on that day Kodesh to Yehovah. In the year of Yobel, the field returns to him from whom he bought it to him whose is the possession of the land. And all your evaluations are to be according to the shekel of the Kodesh place, twenty geras to the shekel. However, a firstborn of the beast, which is the firstborn to Yehovah, no man Kodesh it, whether bull or sheep, it belongs to Yehovah. And if among the unclean beast, then he shall ransom it according to your evaluation, and shall add one-fifth to it. And if it not be redeemed, then he shall be sold according to your evaluation; however, whatever a man lays under ban for Yehovah for all that he has man and beast or field in possession, it is not sold or redeemed. Whatever is laid under ban is most Kodesh to Yehovah. No one under the ban under the ban among men is ransomed, but shall certainly be put to death when all the tithe of the land, the seed of the land or the fruit of the tree belong to Yehovah. it is. Kodesh to Yehovah. If a man indeed redeems any of his tithes, he adds one-fifth to it. And the entire tithe of the herd, and of the flock, and all that passes under the rod, the tenth one is Kodesh to Yehovah. He does not inquire whether it is good or spoilt, nor does he exchange it. And if he exchanges it all, then both it and the one exchanged for it are Kodesh. It is not redeemed. These are the commands which Yehovah commanded Moshe for the children of Yisrael. On Mount Sinai. That, my friends, is the end of our portion for today and the end of our study in the book of Leviticus. So next week the portion picks up with the book of Numbers. Some of this may not have been too exciting or even make sense to our culture and our understanding today. But I will say this. When I was reading the part where god was proclaiming his judgment for disobedience i couldn't help but think man some of this just sounds exactly like what the entire world is experiencing right now like he talks about you know the empty streets and just like people running in fear when nothing is actually pursuing them and just i don't know it just kind of was i don't know if it was resonating with you guys but it was just kind of resonating with me and i realized that god is specifically talking about his people and his land but now that you know i don't know i just i just can't help but think man if if god's people would just really really repent for their own sins and turn away from their own sins and and repent for the sins of our fathers and we just really were grieved before god according to his word he would turn back he would turn back the judgment But unfortunately, it seems that, and maybe I just don't see the reality of it. Maybe I, just don't, maybe I just can't see it or witness it, but it doesn't seem like there's a great repentance or a great revival or awakening taking place from what I can tell. So Lord have mercy on us all. It also kind of describes like a little bit of, you know, the scriptures talk about that God always preserves his remnant. And so the few that are still awake that are still repenting and, and on their face before God, I think they will receive a different treatment. But time will tell. Well, I hope you were blessed this morning, my friends, by the reading of the Torah portion. And I, I pray that you're being blessed by this podcast. Um, I feel like I need to be doing even even more uh, podcast and more work and so that's why we've added back in the Psalms and I'm releasing the uh, the audiobook files as I record them I'm releasing them throughout the week as well and so I'm trying to get more out there because it's just the time it's the time it's the time where there's a great harvest speaking of which the harvest feast is coming upon us quickly there's, there's, a, there's a coming a great gathering And Jesus talks about how the harvest is plenty, but there's not many harvesters, right? And so, and, and I know that I need to ramp up and really be getting the word of God out there and proclaiming the kingdom of God as nigh, the permanent establishment of that. And we need to continue to pray You know, one of the prayers I'm continuing to pray on a regular basis is, God, please count me worthy. Please count me and my household worthy to escape all these things and to stand before the Son of Man, which is a prayer that He has commanded us to pray. He's told us to pray it without ceasing. Interesting times we're living in. We need to be focusing our hearts on Him. He is our protection. He is our peace. He is our safety. He is our provider, all of these things. If you enjoy the podcast, you can support it. Simply go to scriptureandprophecy.com, click on the donate and support tab there at the top, or you can also support it a little bit by getting the book, uh, The End of Days 30 Day Devotional, at scriptureandprophecy.com forward slash book. Thank you guys for your support, for your prayers, and for listening. May you be blessed in Jesus' name.